now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Eilts. I'm Leo Eilts. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we, I was going to say, doing what we do best. Maybe there's things we do better than this. It could be. But at least it's something we do quite often. Doing what we do frequently. Frequently. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we should rephrase that too. Yeah. Okay, but, the, but what is it that we do anyway, Roger? Well, we drive up and down the road and pick up songs and uh, play them on uh, the radio. That's, That's kind of what we do. We, do. we put them on our show, right? Yeah, right. Uh, there's all kinds of great music out there. And, uh, you know, people ask us, they say, Derriere's. Exactly. What is Americana road sh- uh, Americana music? Right. And, well, we don't even know what the road show is. No, we don't know what that is. Yeah, so please we, don't ask us we that. We know something about Americana music. Well, we have a, we have a definition. That's right. And, and an, opinion. an opinion. yes. It's the same thing. With us. And it's music with... Distinctive American roots. And having said that, man, that's a big pop full of music right there. Oh, it's all kind of music. It could be opera. It could be uh, rock and roll. It could be big band. It could be barbershop. Cajun. Sea shanties. Uh, oh, yes, it could <laughs> <Yeah>. be. Creole. <laughs> Rhythm and blues. Uh, Tejano. Hey, about cocktail. Maybe salsa. How about swing? And uh, chicken scratch. Oh, no, no. No chicken scratch. <laughs> You're not going to go there, are you? You know what else it could be? Boogaloo! Yes. We love the Boogaloo. And it frequently is here on the it American Radio Show. Is, yes. yes. And the format of the show is that each of us shows up uh, every week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's right. That's the only rule we mm-hmm. have. And we parse them out one at a time, back and forth, and we take turns starting the show. And I think it's your turn because we have determined that you start on the even-numbered shows. Right. This is episode 112. 112. So yep. you're up first. Oh, this is a guy that I uh, I tagged to play on the show a long, long time ago. And uh, I'm just out getting to him, I guess. A guy by the name of Craig Chambers. Now, our buddy Billy Powell turned me on. Uh, Billy, huh, died. Billy Powell, that's Boy, the name out of our I've past. said Billy Powell twice That's uh, right. Recently. What's going on? Maybe we ought to give him a call. Maybe we ought to check in on we him. See, but well, uh, Billy died turned me on to Craig Chambers. Man, he's a great singer, uh, player. Uh, but he started out as a, as a cowboy, as a working cowboy. Wow. Like a rodeo cowboy. Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, and uh, so he would uh, uh, go to rodeos and then uh, he started, ended up playing after the show. I remember this, this story. Yeah. Was he selling cassettes out of his trunk or something uh, like yeah, that? Yeah, he did that. And, uh, you know, there's several guys that kind of had, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. had that uh, story. But um, he kind of got popular singing, so he gave up rodeoing. And uh, started to make music his career, uh, and he worked in Texas dance halls, then he moved to Nashville. Now, eventually, he landed in New York. This was kind of where, where he made his uh, breakthrough. And uh, he devoted four years to the music, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas on okay. Broadway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he played the role of narrator and band leader. 
And then he started doing commercials and all other kinds of stuff. He's gotten all kinds of awards. He's like, I really like his stuff. It's kind of uh, real smooth, you know. Mm -hmm. It's really well done. Um, And I had two songs picked out, but I'm going to do this one. This is a song that we actually recorded um, uh, sometime back. It's an Andy Parker tune. It's off his album, West by Southwest. Greg Craig Chambers doing The West is as wild as ever. Cabs and milling cattle, worn out shaps and squeaky saddles, desert dust and alkali, riverbeds all parched and dry, rattlesnakes a lying, dreaming where the old bald eagle screaming. Still, I want to roam forever where the west is as wild as ever. Never let them tell you that the woolly west is gone, never let them doubt it, for it still lives on and on. The legend of the nation. It's a rugged situation Cause the West is as wild as ever Prairie moon swinging yonder Where the pale stars wake and wander Night owls wanting in the gloom Way out where the mountains loom Smoldering campfire smoking dying Wind the wailing sobbing sighing I'm content to roam forever Where the West is as wild as ever Mustangs are running races, tumbleweeds and yucca trees Blooming in the desert breeze, old corrals along good fences Ending where the range commences, let me ride and roam Forever, where the West is as wild as ever The West is as wild as ever Stop. That sudden stop. That sudden stop. Yeah, I thought that'd be a good way to start the show off. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. That's that's yeah. a, and that's a great tune. We've had a lot, lots of words. A lot of words in that song. In that song. You yeah. betcha. You betcha. And uh, I thought it'd be a good way to start the show because I've got some weird stuff planned. Really? If, if it works out. Thanks yeah. for the warning. Yeah, yeah. you'll you'll like it. Uh, you, are you, okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. Well, Leo, uh, what do you got? I got a guy named um, his. Well, he went by Tommy James. Okay. We know him, okay. pop guy uh, from the '60s, and um, so Tommy James. Tommy James, okay. And Tommy James, he was he was born Thomas Gregory Jackson. Wow. Okay. Tommy James just sounded better, right? But I mean, the, the guy was born in Dayton, Ohio, uh, in 1947, and they, the family moved to Niles, Michigan. And he was a get a load of this. He was a child model at the age of four. <laughs> Unlike yourself. Oh, well, I never you know, was. Nobody yes. wanted you to model anything. That's true. But at the age of, in 1959, when he was 12 years old, he formed his first band called The Echoes, and that became Tom and the Tornadoes. And then in 1964, the band changed its name to The Shondells. Uh-huh. Okay, now we're getting more recent yes, history. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. Okay, well, listen, they, uh, the same year, there's a guy named Jack Douglas who was a local DJ at a radio station called WNIL. Uh, formed his own record label uh, called Snap Records. 
And the Shondells were one of the local bands who recorded there at, at the radio station studios, right? Okay. So anyway, he went through changes with the stuff, and, and uh, he had recorded some stuff earlier with a band called The Raindrops. Well, they adapted that. But in, in uh, 1965... This is where it gets interesting. Okay. A, a local dance promoter named Bob Mack found a copy of this song they'd recorded called Hanky Panky. All right? Okay. It was in a used record bin. <laughs> we sold, he bought it for 50 cents. Okay. So, wow. He says, well, what's this? You know, nobody, I mean, it really hadn't gotten anywhere. And uh, he started playing this record at his Pittsburgh uh, dance clubs. And after that, a, a Pittsburgh area bootlegger made a copy of the song and began pressing his own copies. Wow. And sending, you know, playing them. I mean, they were playing them all over the place. And the, uh, the bootleg were estimated at about 80,000 copies in 10 days. <laughs> Jeez, they were busy. <laughs> they were busy. If you're, wow. you know, if you're talking, James are going, hey, where, where's all the money, you know? Yeah. So anyway, the, this, they heard about the record Sudden Popularity in Pittsburgh, uh, and they, they contacted him, and one thing led to another. He he goes into a place called Snap Records and, and makes an actual, you know, production copy of it. Now, that's kind of the history uh, about where the song came from. And, and the reason he ended up with this one particular label was this. They when they had this record in the hands, they made the rounds of major recording labels, and they got potential offers from everybody, okay. every place they want. And the only place that they didn't get an offer was at Roulette Records, uh, because Morris Levy uh, was the owner, and he was out that afternoon. <laughs> so the next morning, after getting all these offers and everything, the next morning the phone starts ringing, and everybody's politely declining. You know, and they're going, "What's going on?" Well, it turns out this guy Morris Levy had called. He got in. He called all the other record companies. Says, "That's my record. You stay away from this guy." Really? <laughs> yeah. And so he had no choice but to sign with Roulette. You know? Wow. Okay. Now this leads us to where I'm going with this, Roger, because everybody knows Hanky Panky and those other songs. Okay. I'm going to play a lesser known of his songs, and it's got a tie-in with uh, our old band and the music we've played. Seriously. It does. There was a guy that had recorded a, his name. He went by F.R. David. Does this ring a bell? Uh, sort of, yes. French guy, right? Okay, yeah. And he was, was kind of a disco thing. And you found a song that he had done called... Words. Words. Yes. Words don't come easy to me. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't play, you know, we got to have an American artist. Guess who recorded the song? Could it have been Tommy James? It was Tommy James. Really? Yeah, Tommy James recorded the thing. And the thing is, it was it was what they call, I can't remember what the terminology was, but uh, it was a, a recording that was self-produced, and they would use it to promote their appearances and stuff, and you could download it or whatever, or maybe buy a single of it. He actually recorded the song. Wow. So we finally get a chance to feature the song. <laughs> That's cool. Okay? So this is Tommy James, and he's re uh, recording a song written by a French guy, called words words don't come words don't come words don't come easy Hey 
So there's a lot of background. Yeah. Getting us into a weird tie-in yeah, right yeah. there. So yeah. Wow, you did a cool. pretty good job of it, actually. I think it sounds a lot like the original. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, thanks. Good like, find. Like, like anybody would know what the original sounds like. <laughs> I'll let them go search. <laughs> no, it's not that much of a... Yeah. Okay, your turn, Raj. Okay. Uh, wow, I got down a, an interesting rabbit hole this week. Uh-oh. Now, uh, you've been getting into Exotica a lot. The yeah. cocktail music and uh-huh. uh, Tahitian and all that. Or Tiki, I should say. And... And I like that music too. And one of the things I like about it are the songs where they have like a woman vo- woman's voice just kind of doing a melody, line, line. yeah, or, or not a melody, just a right. little weird. Okay, sure. And, and I think that's really cool. But it was kind of hard to find that find somebody that does that, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so I I, fa- I found not one but two. Uh, but this is uh, so we're going to do the first one first. This is the older one, Age for Beauty. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the song uh, is by a band called the Out Islanders. Okay. okay. So, uh, so it's a kind of an interesting story. So the album is called Polynesian Fantasy, and it was released in 1961, and it was a one-time combination of many of music industry's leading side men. Brought together by Billy May. Okay, that's a name I know. Okay, he arranged and conducted the album, and Charlie Barnett, who played saxophone on the uh-huh, album, right? Uh-huh, okay, yeah. so uh, Swing and Sway with Charlie Barnett, right? Big band guy. Billy May got his start as a ranger and trumpeter for Charlie Barnett's big band in the, in the late 30s. Okay, okay right, right, right. So, um, and I don't want to get into that too much, but uh, he and uh, May and Barnett came up with this idea of doing a... Uh, a Tahitian or a tiki album while va- vacationing together in Ho- Hawaii. And they initially planned to call the band the Contikis. But when the album was released in 61, they were referred to as the Out Islanders. So they just, they went with that. So, um, so it, it <laughs> this is pretty cool. The album's liner notes describe the music as lush, sometimes rhythmically swinging with a discreetly seasoned exotic flavor. <laughs> I'm digging it already. I, uh, we're I not wait. done. Okay. Adding up to a real listening experience in this Polynesian fancy, uh, fantasy. When the album was released in 61, Billboard gave it a four-star rating, and they noted the album's lush Hawaiian stylings with much use of steel guitar and various percussion instruments of the, the islands set against a substantial woodwind section. The review conclu- concluded, Delightful mu- mood wax with the most displayable cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so, right. So we're going to display that displayable cover on our website. Okay, great. So anyway, uh, so that talks about the band itself. So, okay. but uh, so the the woman that sings that part that we're talking about was named Lou Lee Jean Norman. She was born in 1913 and passed away in 2005. She was a coloratura soprano. Uh, soprano who worked with Gordon Jenkins um, on a number of albums, but she had a four-octave range. Oh, man. Okay. So uh, initially she wanted to pursue opera, but she moved to New York and uh, became a radio singer, and and she was beautiful, so she had modeling jobs and and those things. Well, she ended up being with the rhythm singers on Kay Thompson's Chesterfield program. Oh, and, the, the dancing cigarette packs. Right. Okay, I remember okay. Yeah. And then um, she was selected as the summer replacement for Dinah Shore on the NBC radio program, the Chamber Music Society, Lower, Lower Basin Street. So uh, she she did all the stuff. Uh, Bing Crosby 
uh, had her, uh, he sang with the Rhythm Airs, which was Bing Crosby's backup right, band, right? right? She had uh-huh. all this uh, uh, paper, you know. And Crosby would single her out for solo passages, and he, he one time introduced her as the Lorelei from Birmingham, Alabama, and another time the Hearts Mountain Canary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so listen to this. This is where I'm headed with this thing, all right? Yeah. So she delivered... This Luli Jean Norman delivered the non-lexical vocables over Alexander Courage's opening theme song for the first season of Star Trek. Oh, wow. So let's just give a little short listen to that, just in case people haven't listened to it for Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what you think of when you think of that Star Trek. You theme. bet, you bet. Well, here's an interesting thing. The music, so she did it for the original for the first season. Yeah. The music was remixed without Norman's voice for the show's second and third season so the producers could avoid paying her royalties. Uh. But but just to give you an idea of the impact it had, you talk to anybody, you go, and the Star Trek theme, and everybody starts going, oh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, at least exactly. it's me. Yeah. So, uh, wow. I, but, because I, I, I had a hard time finding it. Uh, oh, oh the, this y- original track. With the uh, voice on it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, anyway, I, I thought that was a real interesting fact. So, let's get back to where we were, uh, exotic and music. Where, where, were we, where were we exactly? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but let's get back to the Out Islanders and uh, let's listen to a cut from that album. Polynesian Fantasy is the name of the album from 1961. The song is called Moon Mist.
On the weirdness level, I'd say that's about a 12 oh, we, out, well, out of 10. You're very welcome. <laughs> so the, so is the story of Luli Jean Norman. Luli. And you and, never uh, hear of her, poor thing. You want, you want what's funny is, uh, I think I told you, I, I found another woman that did the same thing with a four-octave range. Oh, man. We'll do her later on. Okay, all right. But yeah. you know what? What? We're way over oh, time look for at this, this segment. We, yeah, we got to talking too much. Yeah, we got to get out. And uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. It's always moving uh, day. We got to go pick up the trash you and gotcha. check that left, left rear, rear inside duel. And you know what? What? It's my turn. It's your turn. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. So you go pick up the trash. I could do it. I'll take care of the tire. Got it. And we'll be right back. This is the Americana Road Show right here on... Truckers Radio, USA. Okay, we're back. We are back. We're back. Yeah. I got the trash all hauled out to the curb out there. Nice. Gladly, I assume. I, oh, I was happy to do it. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, two bags. I mean, we yeah. went yes, through sir, Yes, sir, yes, oh, sir. Oh, it was only no, two bags. Okay. Different, different thing. Yeah. How was okay. the tire? Uh, you know, it was three pounds down. Three pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, okay. Hey, we just stick with it, you know. Well, that's true. That's true. Hey, you know that that Brad Keselowski, the NASCAR driver, he knows what he's talking he about, He knows man. what he's doing, man. Check yeah, your tire absolutely. pressure. It makes a big difference. Especially if you're getting ready for a long road trip. Going 200 miles an hour or that's 60. 60. Yeah. Was it 55? You okay, know, whatever it is. On the hills. Well, yeah, yeah, you bet, you bet. Okay, well, good. Well, uh, where are we? Let's see. Uh, let's see. We are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park in Windsor, Illinois. Once we got here. Well, okay, yeah. I, I mean, guess. That, that's weird. Well, it was weird. I mean, you uh, know. Perhaps you'd like to explain why, or do you just okay. want uh, to have your own little conversation? Everybody knows that when we get ready to go someplace, we throw the dart. Yep. Right? Uh-huh. And we look at the dart, we go, okay, this is where we're going to go. Yep. And uh, then we, after that, we don't look at the map, really. We just plug it into the, the GPS. G- and then we go where the voices tell the us The voices to go. tell us the voices Follow. in our head, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We dig- Okay. Uh-huh. So we get to this town. It's it's a Windsor. It's in Illinois. Right. And uh, there's no Shady Grove, you know, r- r- you know <laughs> You're right. No. Park. And, yeah. And we're kind of going, well, we're driving around. We finally just waited till morning. And then uh, we went down to the gas station. Remember that guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it- Dave, Dave, I think his name something, is Dave. Dave, and we say, or David, I don't know. Can you tell us where the Shady Grove, uh, you know, RV park is? He goes, uh, it's a little tiny town, guys, and there's no place like that. Yeah, I go, no, yeah. really, it's a, it's the RV, it's a Shady Grove. He says, no, yeah, Roger, guess what? What you know what happened? I know. We looked. There's there's two there's two Windsor, Windsor Illinois. Illinois. Now how could that happen? I don't know, but it did. Well, the post office was kind of confused about the whole thing too. I got to tell you. Yeah. Well, so we have to backtrack. Yeah, I know because we went past the we, other we one. We blew on the way. right past it. <laughs> we blew right past <laughs> it. Had That's no true. idea. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, the the other one they changed the name. The official name of the other place is is the village of Windsor. Well, of course. Of course it is. Yeah. 
Anyway, we finally found we are where we are, and here we are. We've been, and it's, it's nice enough place. It's apparently it's a whole lot like the other place because they're about the same size. <laughs> That's true. And the only difference is one has a Shady Grove RV park, and, <laughs> and the, the other, other one, one doesn't. There you go. Yeah. So uh, I guess note to selves uh, <laughs> oh, if this man. ever could happen again. Yeah, yeah. This is very weird. Well, you know, people ask us. They say, "Darius, uh, what has caused this fate in your life?" <laughs> That in both of your lives, actually, that you travel around this great country of ours and uh, in this old RV and stay in Shady Grove RV. Park. It's just kind of what we do. It is. I mean, I don't know sometimes how I got we get confused, yeah. and, uh, but eventually we get there. We get there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, unlike our uh, compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called. Ranches, ranches, yeah, and they get to do their show from the relative comfort of the ranches. I think and they're wearing those puppy slippers and bathrobes, and just you I know, would imagine nice cup so. of hot cocoa. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamondar Ranch. Where is that, Roger? It's in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. I wish it was Cervezas. I wish it. It's too, not. Yeah. Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out in western Kansas. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills, and of course. Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. That's right. And we used to kind of, well, we we did whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We did to ourselves. To ourselves. That's right. But then our pal Suzanne picked up on it and she said, hey, look, you guys, um, you have got the biggest ranch of all. You have the entire continental United States. You could say that you that we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's yes, right. Absolutely. And we, uh, we roam that range in our RV called Rambling Road. Rosie. Rosie gets us there. She does. She uh, does. Just she, keep putting gas in the gas tank, in the oil, oil in the, the motor, yep, and a uh, little bit of air in the tires, and we're there. We're good to go. You know, it might have only been uh, two pounds of air if we hadn't made that little <laughs> we, detour. We overshot, man. <laughs> yeah, we did. I don't think that's ever happened before. That's something new every, every yeah, week. I know. It's kind of weird. Well, Leo, I do believe it's back to you. Okay. So uh, this might be a little confusing, but stick with me here. Well, after what I just did, okay, yeah, that's true. That's I think, true. Uh, it's fine. I told you we, I, we we featured a guy named Tommy James. Yes, we did. Right, okay. Well, I got another Tommy. I'm going to talk about now. Okay. All right. This guy his his given name was Thomas David Rowe. Okay. Tommy Rowe. Oh, Tommy Rowe. Okay. All right. He's born in in uh, 1942. And uh, he's best remembered for a couple of big tunes that he had. One of them was called Sheila. Oh yeah, and he had uh, Dizzy. That was from 1969, and and uh, he was kind of considered one of the archetypical um, bubblegum artists. Yeah, sure, of, that, of that era. That era, uh-huh. but he cut some pretty serious, decent rockers along the way as well. You know, some pretty good rock and roll. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, he attended high school there and everything. And he got a job at the General Electric um, company soldering wires. Okay, oh, so he got he, he first recorded that song uh, Sheila in 1960 uh, on a, a label that was owned by a guy named Judd Phillips, and he says I wrote this poem I had uh, for a girlfriend I had a crush on in high, high school, and her name was Frida. Okay. <laughs> and he said, and he said, uh, Judd Phillips said, I like that song, but we got to do something about that title. Yeah. <laughs> Could have to name, rename that girl. <laughs> we had an Aunt Frida. He did. He had an Aunt Frida. Oh, really? And she was visiting, you know, at the time. And he, he said, if I got another aunt, her name is Sheila. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't write a love song to my Aunt no, Frida. Aunt Frida, she, lovely lady. Yeah. But I was not in love with her. Yeah. All right. Wow, cool. So, anyway. She was visiting, and she was, the song had a Newman, boom, off he went. 
So uh, he actually, when he, he got a contract uh, for, uh, with ABC Paramount in 1962, and um, he, uh, he re-recorded the song, right? Okay. But we had a new hook, right? And it's an ins- uh, insistent drum beat that everybody re- recalls the paradiddle. Oh, you bet. Because that's one of the first things a drummer learns how to do, you know? That's the paradiddle. So, but here's what's weird about it, Roger. Uh, it it it's it sounded a whole lot like a song that had been popular that was recorded by Buddy Holly a few oh, years yeah. earlier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, he who died in a plane crash in 1959. We've touched on uh, Buddy Holly's history earlier, but anyway, uh, it was not accidental because when he gets ready to do this song that he's going to do called Sheila. The producer said, we've got to capitalize on the fact that this guy, you know, he had a lot of fans out there and his music was popular. We're going to put this drum beat underneath there just like he had, right? Okay. And actually, that little hiccup that he has in his voice, uh-huh. he copied that from Buddy Holly, too. Oh, of course. And he said, you know, he says, I really kind of felt weird about doing it. He says, I was a big fan of Buddy Holly at the time, but, you know, you did what you did. So he had a huge hit with it. But here's... so. Here's how much alike these songs were. They were almost identical. And they're so identical Ooh. that I put together not a mashup. Okay. We, when we would do it, just one, you know, one song, right. we call it a mix-up. We do. We yes. do. So this is a mix-up of the, uh, the, the two songs, Buddy Holly, uh, Peggy, Peggy Sue, yeah. right? And uh, Sheila by uh, Tommy Rowe. And it's weird how much alike they are. They're almost the same song. Wow. Check this out.
Same tempo. Yeah, same drum beat. And you got a Sheila, wow. you know. That was <laughs> and a Peggy awesome. Sue. Yeah, pretty wild, isn't it? Wow, good, good going, Leo. That's great. All right, Rod, just back to you. Okay, well, uh, you may not figure this out right away, but you will eventually. The guy's name was Richard Dorian Goodman. He was born in 1934, but he's known as Dickie Goodman. Okay, I don't know if that rings a bell. Not yet. Okay. He was an American music and record producer born in Brooklyn, New York, and he is best known for inventing and using the technique of the break-in, which was an early precursor to sampling that used brief clips of popular records and songs to answer comedic questions posed by voice actors on his novelty records. Okay. You remember this guy? I do now. Yeah. So his most popular, uh, uh, his first record was The Flying Saucer. That's right. Yeah. Parts one and two. Yes. And he interviewed people on the street and stuff. And there was little blurbs from... (laughs) from, Yeah. yeah. Again, I just stumbled on this uh, thing again. But listen to this. This guy... Uh, it's called Dickie Goodman's All-Time Novelty Hits. He went on and did a, another Flying Saucer one, um, Russian Bandstands, Berlin, Berlin Top Ten, um, Schmonanza, which is like Bonanza. Like Bonanza. Right. Uh, James Baum, uh, Superfly Meets Shaft, Gerald Ford. Oh, so he, he was doing all this contemporary kind of news-related type of stuff. Wow. So uh, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, periodically we're going to break in with one of these uh, on our shows going forward. Of course we are. Because they're just so fun. But we got to start with this one. I remember as a kid, uh, uh, well, fairly young, uh, back in lacrosse, mm-hmm. hearing this on the radio, yes, when this absolutely. flying sauce is really popular. Uh, matter of fact... Um, uh, I want to see here. It was, uh, oh, yeah. This is interesting, too. 
Um, it was a four-minute rewrite of Orson Welles' War of the Worlds See, I was radio show, yeah, right? that's where we went, yep. And it was the subject of a copyright infringement case against Goodman, and they uh, the court eventually ruled that his sample mix was considered a parody. That's right, exactly. And, and those thus are protected. An, an entirely um, new work. And so it was officially released under the artist named Buchanan and Goodman. That was his uh, original partner. And um, it was the highest charting single on Billboard, peaking at number three. Um, uh, uh, the highest charting of all of his tunes. Right, right. So uh, anyway, it really, really fun stuff. And so we're going to listen to this. Again, it came from a uh, collection called Dickie Goodman's All-Time Novelty Hits. This is The Flying Saucer, part one from 1956. <laughs> We interrupt this record to bring you a special bulletin. The reports of a flying saucer hovering over the city have been confirmed. The flying saucers are real. That was the Clatters recording. Too real. We switch you now to our on-the-spot reporter downtown. Come on, baby, let's go downtown. Take it away, John Cameron Cameron. Uh, this is John Cameron, Cameron, downtown. Uh, pardon me, madam, would you tell our audience what would you do if the saucer were to land? Thank you. And now the thin gentleman there. What I'm gonna do is hard to tell. Uh, the gentleman with the guitar, what would you do, sir? Would you take a walk down the street? Thank you. We return you now. This is Brock, your outer space disc jockey, with a request for Earth. That was the Pelican's Outer Space recording, Earth. I've just been handed a bulletin. The flying saucer has just landed. We switch you again downtown. Uh, here we are again. We have with us Professor Sir Cedric Fentingmold of the British Institute. And the professor is approaching a saucer to see if there's possibly any sign of life aboard. Well, I'm sure something. Are you there? I hear you knocking. That was Laughing Lewis's record, Knocking. This is John Cameron Cameron on the spot. And now I believe we're about to hear the words of the first spaceman ever to land on Earth. And now here are the ball scores. Four to three, six to two, and eight to one. The impact of seeing the first spaceman has this reporter reeling. Here I go. That was the Clatters again, with their big one, Uh-oh! This is John Cameron Cameron again downtown. The spaceman has returned to his ship and is taking off. We return you now to our studios. The flying saucer has gone. There is no threat of an invasion. However, the flying saucers are still around. This has been a kind of a, you know. Hey, that's a step from the past, isn't it? Way, way past. Yeah. 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 Well, that was fun. I, I'm glad I uh, that snuck up on me and found me again. It found you. Like it okay. ambushed you, I think. Sort of, yeah. Hey, that's a, look, we got to get out of here. Yeah, it's you, about you, time. Are you yeah. still looking for uh, any, like, uh, you I am know, looking sponsors? for a sponsor and everything, but uh, but I, I've got a little question for you. Okay. Who took the beer from the refrigerator, that wonderful beer? Beer. Who took the beer from the refrigerator? That wonderful beer, ham's beer. The beer that makes you feel that you're really right there in the 
So I don't really need to ask a question because I know who took the beer from who, the refrigerator. Who took the beer? Yeah, I wonder. Well, you know, that's our apologetic beer. That's, I, that's I, what we take to the neighbors to apologize you well, know, before we leave. I apologize. <laughs> don't apologize to me. It was in the it was in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, I get it. Who took the beer from the refrigerator. That wonderful beer, Ham's beer, cool, refreshing, clean to the taste. That wonderful beer. Yeah, we are backing up. We are backing up. Well, that's what we do. We we back up. We're the backup guys. We're the derrieres. Yeah, that's that's, what, that's kind of our job. That's our job. Well, you know, this is the part of the show where we uh, just get right down and beg. beg. We don't even talk casually. Yeah, we don't even. You know what the heck? Uh, we'll beg you. Uh, come on, go to our website. What's a hurt? Yeah, well, yeah. Come on, Take you, a you got a little extra time, and yeah. there's going to be some cool stuff there, probably. Probably. Uh, so um, the one for this show is the. the Derriers.com. And we we make this point. We implore you. We implore you. Don't forget the. Oh. The. It's a tiny word, but it makes uh, all the difference it, in the world. It hides some big mistakes. Oh, yeah. If you oh, forget yeah. it, you will never, never forget, forget it. it again. I, I right. promise you that. There you go. Uh, of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three at the front there. Yep. Uh-huh. And we keep our schedule up there, and we have merchandise for sale like everybody else. Yeah. You can buy our records. and uh, Brand new t-shirts. You know, oh, yeah, the t-shirts they're are really super cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. I've got like five of them. Yeah, do you? Yeah. One in every size? One in every size. You never know. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, the other thing you can do on our website, if you go to thederriers.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab... Uh, you can listen to or download uh, any of our past episodes uh, and listen to them at your leisure. Or, oh, wait a minute. Preferably, Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. suit. That's yeah, correct. If you want to know how to do it, our buddy Jim Farrell is sporting he, one uh, on the cover page there. Yeah, he he's rocking is. that leisure suit. And now we've got kind of, you know, new age kind of thing now. Well, yeah, you can uh, you can find us on Spotify. Yep. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, whatever they are. Do you have to swap left or swipe right or to get to Oh, us? I hope it's not that kind no, of an okay. app, Leo. I don't I think don't so. I don't spend that much time on yeah. those sites. Well, there's know. links to all of them on our website if you want to go there. But uh, you can get any of our past episodes there. We're making it easy. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the, the derriers. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. Well, uh, Leo, I believe we are back to you. You know, sometimes uh, how it is, we, we, we spend a lot of time, you know, listening to music and digging around and finding out things and you, it start going one direction and you end up taking a hard turn and you go another direction. Never done that. Never done that. <laughs> not even once. Well, not since we started recording today. Well, that's true. Yeah. We've only been at this for a little while. So. Uh, that, I was looking for another guy and I'm going to feature him too because a connection with this guy that I am going to play instead. His name... Okay. The guy I want to play his name is uh, William Lemuel Boyd. That's a name. It's a, it's a whole big uh, bunch of names. Billy Boyd is what they call him. Billy Boy? Billy Boyd. Oh, oh, that's even better. Billy Boy. He was an American Western style singer and guitarist, and he was a real pioneer in the Western swing industry, right? Okay. Right up there, you know, with um, you know, the, Bob, Bob Wills, Wills and those guys. And all those other I'll guys. Be darned. Yeah, yeah. And he was born in, um, and raised on a farm near Ladonia in uh, Fannin County, Texas. He's one of, 
one of 13 kids. Holy cow. They were, must have been in the farming business and need a lot yeah, of hands. Yeah, well, you need hands. <laughs> but, but his family moved there from Tennessee to Dallas. And he had a brother named uh, uh, Jim. And he and Jim collaborated a lot over the years. And they did all kinds of stuff. But um, they, uh, Bill joined the Alexanders uh, Daybreakers in Greenville, Texas. And they did a lot of work on the radio, you know. And they had these live radio shows real early in the morning, you oh, know. Oh, wow. And then they go off to do another job during the day and everything. Uh, but uh, the uh, he, he started a band. Well, he actually worked with um, Jimmy Rogers for a while, too. Oh, sir. The Blue Odler, they called him. And he formed another band of his own. Things kept happening, came things happening. The Cowboy Ramblers, which was the name of his biggest band, they made over 225 recordings between 1934 and 1951. Wow. So they were like... They were busy. They were very, very busy guys. Cool. And uh, anyway, they just he had a great career. But one of the songs he was known for, and he was known for a lot of songs, but one of the songs he was known for is a song that we have a personal connection with. Seriously. Yeah. He did a version of a song that uh, we have had a lot of fun with called Wahoo. Oh, yeah. And I got to listen to it. And I, I went back and looked. I don't think we featured this song by anybody else. Maybe we have. I don't believe so. I don't think so either. But he's got some verses in this song uh, that we don't, we don't do even. Okay. Right? Anyway, it's, it's a great rendition of the song. And I believe it was recorded about 1937. I, I'm not exactly sure on that. But right about that time, the late late 30s, early 40s in there. So let's just give him a listen. This is Billy Boyd uh, doing a great little tune called Wahoo. Oh, give me a horse, a great big horse, give me a buckaroo, and let me wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Oh, give me a wrench, a big fair pants, and give me a stetson too, and let me wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Like a prairie flower Growing wilder every hour Oh, give me a moon Prairie moon Give me a gal What's true And let me wahoo Wahoo, wahoo Oh, I never could sing A high-class thing Good music I never knew But I can wahoo Wahoo, wahoo I never could dance Cause when I dance I ruin the lady's shoe But I can wahoo Wahoo, wahoo It's just a gift From the prairie Shouted when a bad man jig Very good for calling pigs Never could speak, word of Greek Never could poop a do But I can wahoo, wahoo, wahoo He didn't know what to do He yeah. couldn't wahoo, wahoo, wahoo Oh, why did the Zulu warrior lose The Battle of Timbuktu He couldn't wahoo, wahoo, wahoo The world has wahooed for ages Years and years and years Some like to wahoo soft and low Others like to let it go Why 
Why did the old chief sit and blow, sit around feeling ugly? Couldn't wobble, wobble, wobble. Oh, Hollywood's queens who grace the screens acquired the habit too. They want to wobble, wobble, wobble. Oh, this is no con, they learned it on the horses, their contracts do. Oh, how they wobble, wobble, wobble. Wanna be there with those frails, wanna ride those hills and dales, oh lay me to rest out in the west, but make it a May West view and let me wahoo, wahoo. Hey, wahoo. Oops, you ain't come out to see me. Oh, what did Miss Cleopatra say to Anthony when they met? She hollered, wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Oh, what did the roaming Romeo yell to Miss Juliet? He hollered, wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. It started way. He was a cause and it's no fib She wahooed at him for a rib yeah, What did Miss Pocahontas yell The minute she saw John Smith She hollered wahoo, wahoo, wahoo We've had a lot of fun with that song Oh yes we have, yeah, it's a good it's, one It's a good one, yeah And we will continue to we in shall. the future Absolutely all right. Let's see. It's back to you, Rod. It is. Uh, and I'm going to feature um, a tune that features two guys we've already uh, done on the show, Tennessee Ernie Ford and Glenn Campbell. Two greats. Yeah. And I discovered an album uh, from 1975. It's called Ernie Sings and Glenn Picks. Now, see, that's a, a collaboration I wouldn't have thought about. Who would have thought of yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, and I looked. At the time, Ernie was 56. Glenn was 39. So Ernie was well into his career. Glenn was still kind of up and coming. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it's really sweet. Uh, a lot of just old standards and those type of things. Right. And there's two songs on here where uh, Glenn jumps in and sings with them. Oh, okay. So I picked one of those. Uh, it, it's real nice. Uh, it's called There Goes My Everything. I hear footsteps. Slowly walking As they gently walk across A lonely floor And a voice Is softly saying Darling, this Will be goodbye Forevermore Has been 
been shattered by the closing of the door. I'm gonna sing with you. There goes my reason for living. There goes the girl of my Pretty, Glenn. Thank you, Aaron. Now, that's sweet. And that's sweet. That's pretty yeah, sweet. It's a real nice collection. Well, so. Hey, look at the time. Oh, guys. yeah, we're out of time. we got to uh, get out of here. Uh, we got to figure out where we're going. Yeah, but before uh, that, isn't there, did you get that email? I did, yeah. The Real Grit folks are having a party down in the Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'd be great if we could uh, aim the dart so we could, you know, like, just stop His, there on the way. Whose turn is it to It's throw? my turn to throw the dart. Oh, well, how's your aim? I don't know. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Okay, well, let's uh, okay, try so to you, get it. Okay. Uh, so you go get the map. I'll get the map. Okay. It's, it's, it's back, back here. It's, Hold on for a second. Yeah, right. It's in the here, back in the yeah, closet. I got it. I got, got, it, got it. it. I got it. Yep, All right, put it, it up on the wall carefully. Carefully. Okay, there it is. Okay, you got it? Yep. Okay. Where's the dart? Spoon drawer two. Right, okay. Two. Let's see. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, now. Now, remember, you got to kind of okay. get it down we, toward we wanna, Kansas City. So we want to go west by southwest right now. Okay. Okay, turn around. Ready? Okay, ready? One, One two, two, three. Throw the dart, throw the dart. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what have you done? Oh, God, we went north. Roger. <laughs> You Jeez. missed it entirely. It's in Minnesota. We just, we just. I mean, that's closer. kind of a short hop from where we are. Yeah. But uh, uh, Bloomington, Minnesota, is where we're oh, gotta. Man. We have to go there. But you know what? It's oh, gonna be a great it's, it's party. It's gonna be a great party. Yeah. Okay. We'll we can make a detour. Let's do. It. After the one we did last week, going to the same town twice, <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> so okay, right, we'll do right. that. So uh, we boy, get me, we got some miles. To we travel. got some miles to travel. Okay, well, fun show, Leo. And uh, hey, you know what? Next week it will be uh, our Halloween show. Our Halloween show. Yeah, we yeah, haven't really done a, a theme show before. I don't Not think, really, other no. than our Christmas shows. A little bit. Yeah. So we'll do a Halloween show next week. That'll okay, be fun. Sounds good. Okay. Well, uh, we'll get uh, back on the trail, and we'll do that. This has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriers.